0: Welcome back to After the Buzzer Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Mayer. Alright guys, uh, today it's going to be me and Colin. Sorry for no episode yesterday, it happens. Uh, and today we're going to, it's going to be a pretty big episode today, we're going to be talking uh, about We're going to preview the Bruins game three, the Celtics game two, and then discuss our top five players at every position overall, and today we have a new caller, so, uh, Billy and Charles, I mean, I don't even know if Charles still counts, but Billy is not our only caller anymore, we had George as a new caller, so, um... It was pretty exciting, so yeah, you guys are also calling, so it's glad to see George got the message called on the Anchor mobile app, so let's take a listen to his call. Hey, thanks for taking the call, Aiden. This is George from Taunton, the Silver City. Uh, just got a couple of thoughts here. What do you think for Boston going for the sports grand slam? Never been done before. All four major sports, taking home the crown. They call it the title town for a reason. Beantown beat down. Um, We got some good playoff games tonight, Celtics and Bruins. Do you think we can do it? Do you think we can do it as a city? Uh, The other thing I heard is that uh, Tom Brady might be going out for center on the Bruins. Do you think we'd have a better chance winning the Cup? And uh, also, Mookie Betts, point guard on the Celtics. What are your thoughts? Thanks. All right. Thank you, uh, George, for the call. Really appreciate it. What do you think the odds are that both the Bruins and the Celtics win and pull off the. No, it's not just Bruins and Celtics. It's Bruins, Celtics, Patriots. They already already won. Patriots are. And Red Sox. Yeah, I know, but what are the odds that now the Bruins and the Celtics can both pull it off and complete? There's a high chance. There is
1: a high chance.
0: I, I so. personally, it would, It's just very unrealistic. It's never happened before. And okay, but it could happen. It and could. I, not, I, I think there's a high chance. Well, I didn't say it couldn't happen. I. I don't think you can say there's a high chance the Bruins. Uh, I think you can. I just did. How's there a high chance? The Bruins.
1: I mean, if they can get past the Blue Jackets, the road to the Cup is uh Yeah, but <laughs> no. But you easy. never know in hockey. Yeah. You never. Know. But you never know. But it, it's looking pretty easy for them. You can never say that in hockey. I'm sorry. It, it looks I, easy. I can't say that it looks easy. It looks easy. And I can't say that it will be easy. Yeah. But exactly. it, it's looking
0: pretty easy. It looks easy. pretty easy, okay? yes.
1: But and the Celtics, if they just keep playing the way that they're playing. They're, they can beat the Warriors. They can say? sweep the box. They can sweep the Bucs. Uh, I said that if they keep playing the way... No, the- no, no. Yes. I'm sorry. The way that they are
0: playing makes them team to beat in the East, yes. But sweep the Bucks. They
1: can sweep the Bucks. If whoa, the Bucks whoa, 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 You see Al Horford with that lockdown D?
0: Come on. No. Telling me that. No. Telling that last that no. Telling me that we can't sweep the Bucks. No. We can't sweep the Bucks. Very unlikely. They're gonna win a game. Come on. So what are you yeah. saying next? We're gonna sweep the Raptors, so beat the Warriors su- in five? You're... No! You're telling me that we can't sweep the box. Very unlikely. I, I mean, I always leave the door crack open, but no, we're not sweeping the box. If we do, you know what? We'll up the ante a dollar here, okay?
1: <laughs> I am not betting on a dollar on the, All right, ruin, so on the uh Celtic sweeping, but...
0: It could happen, yes, but very, okay, very unlikely. So then why didn't you say that earlier? I said... I just said no, that. They can sweep the box. No, they can't. I said it's very unlikely. No, no. they can't. It's very unlikely. You said, no, they can't. Well, <laughs> so is it
1: very unlikely, or can they not do it? Very unlikely. That's the point I was getting at.
0: Uh, so, personally, for me, the odds that both the Bruins and the Celtics wins, like, 2.53%. And I'd love to see it happen. I think Boston's already the greatest sports city. Um 15%. But anyone who doesn't think they are if they pull this off, um no doubt. 15%? So the war- yes, the Warriors
1: are not winning the finals this year. It's not happening.
0: Why? Would you I like mean- to make a 25 cents bet that the war- that the Warriors They've shown vulnerability, yes, but I mean, how can you bet against them? I mean, I could actually. I will see do them it losing. right now. I could see them losing, but I will do it right now. All right, sure. I, I'm undefeated right. in the bet, so. All right, I'm undefeated in the bet, so. There it is, the bet. That's all right, I am mean. right. undefeated in the bet so far. The odds. All right. Forward. The odds that they both win, I'd say the odds that the Bruins win the Cup right now is sitting at, <sighs> all right, there's eight teams left, which means an average of 12.5%. I'd give them like a 15% chance to win the Cup uh, because they, they have to probably be the title favorites, but right now, I'm not sure they're going to win in Columbus tonight. Uh, game three tied up one-to-one. They do easily lose oh, this the, year. They're
1: pulling it off this game.
0: God, you have been.
1: (laughs) They will pull it off. You have. I don't know.
0: Is there anything Boston can't do? (laughs) No, anything is possible. What, are the Bruins going to win the cup and find a cure for cancer while they do it at the same time?
1: (laughs) I don't know about that, but.
0: All right, there we go. All right. But, no, seriously, I mean, the Celtics to win the finals, I'd give them a 5% chance. Whoa! I'd give them, like, a 5.1. I give them like a five to seven percent. They have a chance. I'm not I'm the, them the Warriors. The Warriors have shown they're human. Okay. The so, Celtics have played well against them at Oracle, and if the Celtics keep playing like this, they give the Warriors a challenge. So, but I can't bet against the Warriors. So we just made the bet twenty
1: five cents. Right. You bet that they will win. I bet that they
0: don't. Win. I mean, personally, for me, one thing I really struggle with is making a final pick yeah, on the team. Yeah, I know, but. I mean, and even this, I'm like, there's a chance, but no, no, no. I, I have to quit pondering it, go straight forward. I think the Warriors will win the um the championship this year. And okay. So uh, now we'll basically preview a little bit of the Bruins. There's not too much to preview, a little more with the Celtics. Then we're going to go over our – um. To- oh, yeah, one more question to answer. How would Tom Brady be as the center for the and uh, how Bruins? Would- yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. that would be interesting. Uh, interesting, to say the least. Tom Brady is probably the, bro- not- pri- the most—if uh, he played hockey, oh, he'd get slapped around out there. Yeah, he Ooh. would be.
1: He gets concussions in football. Hockey would become a more well,
0: physical not sport e- to not to him. even that. Not. Like, like not even that. It's it, the fact that how unathletic he is. He oh, th- yeah. He, he, he couldn't. He couldn't play basketball. He couldn't play hockey. I. I mean. I guess you could play baseball, but like that would even take some practice for him. Uh, that would be interesting if he played center for the Bruins. Uh, I I'd, I'd say that decreases our odds just a little, just a little. Nah, no, 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 no. no, 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 not just a little. if he was. A I starter. know it's a it's a joke. It's a it's a joke. What well, um, well, what but Moving on, wait Mookie to Bet- be real.
1: What do you? Th- how much do you think it would decrease our odds if he was a starting?
0: Moving on, um, Mookie Betts at. at Point guard, I, <laughs> I... you know what?
1: <laughs> just move on. Would... Mookie Betts that point guard might not be too bad. Not as bad as Tom Brady center.
0: Yeah, I, I, all right, That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I don't even know if Tom Brady can skate. Um, mm-hmm. but moving on. Now we're gonna preview the Bruins a little. Mostly just. Um, what do we feel? Make a final pick. Not too much to talk about there. Then we're going to talk about the preview of the Celtics game, two, And then we're going to talk about, I just, I already said this, but just another refresher, our top five players at every position overall, not this season, just overall in general. So, um yeah, thank you, George, for the call. Hopefully you call back. Believe Billy, all you guys call in, the more, uh, the better for sure. Um, maybe one of these days we'll, we're building up, you know. We're still at the beginning, and then we're going to keep building up. Uh. More and more callers. Uh, thank you, George, for calling in. Uh, it's very easy. Uh, so, now, yeah, let's move on to the uh, Bruins now. All right, so now talking a little bit about the Bruins here. Uh, I know going into game two, I was like, we got to play David Backus, David Backus. What do you, I, here's my question to you, Kong, because you weren't here for that episode. Um, do you think they should play him tonight? But you have to keep in mind, their centers are Patrice Bergeron on the first line, David Krejci at the second line, Charlie Coyle at the third line, Sean Crowley at the fourth line. And really, all of them are playing well. So is it appropriate to put Bacchus on that? Like, he's really only going to make an impact. You put him on the second and third line. Do you put him there to bring you uh, some physicality, give maybe Krejci a rest, or do you play him on the wing, which, meh, or do you just sit him? Well,
1: what I'd say is I wouldn't – When you're bringing out these lines to start, you don't want to put back is starting out with the line. But you, like, a little bit later into the game, like, you could, like, substitute them in for maybe Krejci or Corrali. Does that work?
0: That's a good question, because I'm not even sure it worked. Like, you might be right, but can you do that? Can you do what? Can you, um... You can sub them in, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just me. Uh, but personally, tonight, I think, uh, personally, I'm, I think, I don't know, it's going to be hard to put him in because these guys have been playing really well. Your centers have. I mean, Bergeron But You, struggle, but you, can, him a little you bit. can't take Bergeron out, but I think they're going to need him tonight. I think if they don't play um, Backus, they're going to get out, uh, they're going to um, really get out bodied tonight. Well, I you need him. him I, I think you're going to get out bodied tonight if you don't put him and in. And the one uh, person I say you'd, the two people
1: I say you'd, you don't send them in for are Charlie Coyle and Patrice Bergeron.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when I look at it, I'd say, you know, if you're listening to this tomorrow, you know, if this is like uh, for you Wednesday, uh, yeah, Wednesday morning or whatnot, it's after the Bruins game three, cause it's before the Bruins game three. Check the hits. If I was wrong, I was wrong. I'll own up to it, but I think they're going to get outbodied tonight. Uh, I'm going to check the hits uh, and kind of tell you guys the report. Where, did they get out physical or not? Was I wrong or was I right? Tomorrow, I'm going to try to remember in the next episode that we do, probably tomorrow, uh, like usual. Um, I'm going to tell you if I was right or not, uh, because I do think if they don't play Bacchus, they're going to get outbodied. Uh, it just kind of seems how it goes. It's a little bit of a soft team. Coyle brings a big presence, uh, but I w- I- I'd say the presence, he's physical in front of the net, but... I'm looking for more hits, middle of the ice to get you the puck and kind of change the momentum of the game. He can also play right wing. Right there, you got Danton Heinen, Carson Coolman, David Pasternak, Nolichari. You got you got a lot of guys on that right wing. Uh, I wouldn't mind playing him for Coolman. Yeah. But you know, right wing just doesn't seem like his specialty uh, to me. Uh, so, what's your final pick for tonight's game? Uh, Bruins two to one. Bruins one two to one. All right, my final pick is gonna be Blue Jackets three one. Uh, I just I, I just think lately I think we are gonna get out because I don't think they're gonna play Bacchus, but I think we're gonna get out body tonight. I think we I think what's gonna happen is we're gonna kind of lately we've seen this way too and without any changes we're just gonna be kind of scared to shoot the puck. Um on Bobrovsky, he's been really good, and we just seem to be, like, scared to shoot it on him, I don't know what it is, um, oh yeah, so, something I want to point out if you guys are listening, if you listen to my last podcast, I said Panarin had the game-winning goal, and then when I went back and listened to the audio, I started dying laughing, because I said Panarin had the game-winning goal, it was really Dushane. And I went back and listened to it and I just started laughing. It's a mistake. It happens. You guys know what I was talking about. Because Panarin had the two goals. I was I was talking, if you remember, I was talking about Panarin, right? And then I went, and then the game-winning goal by Panarin. I just went back, and I listened to it after I was done with that segment. I just laughed. I, You, you can't fix it. So I just figured, eh, it's just a blooper. I'll put it in there. It was really do shame, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think the lose 3-1, I'd say that third goal is an empty netter. Um, I, I hate, you know, pulling the goalie just never really seems to work. Uh, but it is what it is. But anyway, I, I just, I I think the Bruins could definitely win the series, but this game three is going to be big. I just don't think they're going to win. I, I, I I could definitely see them winning, but if I had to make a final prediction, three to one blue jackets. Uh, so yeah, now we're going to, um, go ahead and preview the, uh, uh, Celtics game two a little more in depth, uh, kind of go over game one, like a little bit. Not just to go along with Game 2 a little more in-depth than we did with the Bruins because we kind of already just talked about them. So, uh, yeah, let's get to that. All right, so now we are going to preview the Bruins Game 2 against the Bucs. In the first game, the Celtics won 112-90 to in Milwaukee to take the 1-0 series lead. Um, so, tonight going into the game, Giannis Antetokounmpo said, we don't have to change a thing. We just have to hustle a little harder. Do you agree or do you disagree? I disagree. Same. I mean, personally, like, what do you mean? You just lost by, to 22. the back twenty-two points at home in game one. You're gonna tell me we don't have to change a thing? A thing? Listen to me. The hustle was maybe the main reason the Bucks lost. Uh, the Celtics played really well. Maybe they're both game offensively and defensively combined of the season. It was one of their better games of the year for sure. If you t- asked me, that game one was a prime opportunity. If the Celtics were really gonna win this series, game one. Was going to be huge because game one was going to be the perfect chance to get a steal a game against this Bucks team. You're really going to have to earn it. I thought in this seven game series, you're probably going to have to earn every game except for game one. Game one was going to be a game where the Bucks are still a young team. They finally won a playoff series because they lost to the Celtics and the Raptors. So, they've lost to you. They just came off a... So, they're a young team. They're used to losing. Now, they just easily swept Detroit. So, that means they're not going to be that sharp going into the series. They're still a young and experienced team. So, they're not going to be that sharp. They're not really going to expect it. They're going to kind of... you know They're going to come into the series a little drunk, I guess. You know, they're kind of going to... I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? a bad way to put it. Yeah, but... You get my point. Um, they're going to come in kind of a little soft, like not expected. So if you play really well, they're not really going to expect it in a way. Not even that. It's just they're not going to be prepared for it. And I thought they came into that game a little flat-footed, the Bucks did. And the Celtics played a different style, I thought, especially at first. They had 13 threes, so you gotta beat the Bucks with that three ball. But they really beat him inside the paint as well. You stopped Giannis. But for Giannis to just go ahead and say they didn't have to change a single thing. Uh, I mean, yes, the hustle was a big part. I think if they just come into the game a little more focused and prepared, they'll definitely do much better. But there were other things. Uh constantly running five out, you know, just leaving the lane open for you know, uh, Giannis isn't going to work every time. Change it up. It It's the play that's the main play they should run, but you have to change it up a little. Brad Steven's is a smart guy. You got to change it up a little. And the big thing, this Bucs team playing iso ball. That's funny that the Bucs are playing iso ball. Pass the ball. They did not pass the ball at all. And it's not just the stats. They had 19 assists. 19 assists isn't great. It isn't. You look at that and you're like, ooh, the ball moving wasn't great. But that's not horrible. Uh, You really had to even watch the game. They just didn't move the ball at all. For this team to be playing iso ball, it's funny. Giannis, I guess, is the only one that really should play iso ball in the way that he kind of brings it up. You give him the ball at the top of the key, and you have two guys out on the wing and another two guys, and he kind of isos his way to the hoop. But even then, for guys like Chris Middleton to be playing iso ball, you're like a... Wing type of like shooter, you know. You're not. These guys are playing way, way too much ice ball. That's not their game. Their game is spread the floor for Giannis. He drives it to the hoop, or he kicks it to you, and it's a winning formula. And they didn't use that formula last game.
1: I. That's what I said the last episode I was on here. I said all they need to do is let Giannis get the rebound, or the Bucks get the rebound. Let Giannis bring it up. Everybody goes out to the out to the, like the wings in kind of like an ISO format. And Giannis drives to the hoop. If it's not open, kick it out to because every single one of the starters is a three point shooter. Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez. Who's starting? Ursani Eliso? Um. um.
0: Ooh. Uh, Malcolm well, Rogan. let me see. Let me see. It would. Well, I Malcolm Brogdon's. Who did start guy. for the last game? I know Giannis did. Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, Eric Bledsoe.
1: So, um,
0: I I think, who else was it? It was, it was either Pat Connaughton, George Hill, or Nikola Mirotic. I do believe. I yeah. I I I for I shooting for, guard. I. I yeah, I, no, no, no. I honestly, I, I forget. Well, Giannis can play small forward. Chris Middleton can play shooting guard. That's a good question. I, I did not pay attention to that. I totally forgot. Uh, I think. Oh wait, no, no, no. It was not Eliasova. Yeah. I, he
1: came in with like two minutes in. I remember
0: that. Yeah, but anyway, when Brogdon's back, I just I kind of forgot about that. I, I didn't really pay attention to that kind of fifth starter because you kind of think Giannis, Chris Middleton, you know. Yeah. Uh, but. They have a lot of role players like that anyway, but I mean personally, if I had to pick a winner tonight, I have Celtics. to go with the Bucks.
1: Are you the no? I, I you I, call I, me an optimistic Celtics fan? You're the pessimistic
0: Celtics. Well, here's fan. here's my problem. Um, it I I think there's a great chance one of them can't can win tonight. Uh, for sure, I just don't see it happening. I yeah, don't there's a see great the chance that either team wins. <laughs> no, I, there's, there's a good chance. I don't I don't think the Bruins are going to win tonight, Uh, but the Celtics definitely could. I just think there's no way the Bucs lose both those first two games. Budenholz is a good coach. You know, Giannis should be smart enough seasons. by now. I know. I know, but... From the Bucks' point of view, he's going to get those guys ready. Giannis is going to realize. Giannis is one of those like, hard workers, and he's going to realize, you know what, we didn't come in focus. And I, those words that he said has to scare you a little, but I think at the end of the day, what he means is let's not panic. Okay? He's going to make changes, but let's not panic.
1: Mm, from the Celtics' point of view, I'm pretty sure Giannis meant what he said. He would have said, let's not panic, if that's what he meant. He meant... All we have to do is hustle a little harder, and then he'll realize in game two. Well, he's like, not going to say.
0: Well, he. I, I don't know if he. Giannis is one of those guys who's going to come up and throw his teammates out of the bus. Like, these guys are playing ISO ball too much. So You know no, what I'm saying? No, he's not going
1: to say yes, that. That's exactly. What. He's,
0: he's like.
1: He would be too afraid to go say it to anybody else. It's. So, he might recognize it and try to play less isoball himself, but he's not. he doesn't... I
0: don't think he really has the guts to go tell anybody else. Yeah, that's why I'm not... Listen, but here's my thing. I think he doesn't want to make any changes, but I think Mike Budenholz was going to make them for him. So, that's my thing on that. So, yeah, now that's our kind of preview for the Bruins uh, Celtics game, too. You can call me a little pessimistic. You can call Colin a little optimistic. I just... It's not a bad thing. You're just going to have some good game days and you're going to have some bad days. Uh, That just happens. You know, not every night we're going to go out there and win. I predict the hometown team to win a lot. Usually, I told you, in, like, game seven, I'll, if it's a close series, I'll always give the hometown team the edge. But I, I just can't do it every All night. right, whoever
1: calls in, and if you're not optimistic or pessimistic and you're just in the middle, please tell us your predictions because we're never sure who's right because – we never know because you're always
0: thinking that the team All right. that's not um, the Boston
1: team wins, and I'm always thinking the Boston. I team.
0: D- don't do that every time, but pretty much, uh, pretty much. Okay, go on. All right, so now we're gonna go over to our top five at every position. So uh, starting off with point guard, let's get to that. All right, so starting off at point guard at number one, who do you have? Step. Curry. Yeah, same. I mean, it's gotta be Steph, right? Uh, I mean, he's. I think everyone thinks he's the best point guard in the league, and they have no problem saying that he definitely is. Uh, he's been the best point guard this season, I believe, and overall. This is this is overall, not this season. Just in case you didn't get the memo yet, um, but it is overall, and Curry is by far. Yes, he's maybe not by far, but he's. Got a good distance. He's the best point guard um, in the league. Uh, so who do you have a number two? Uh, Kyrie Irving. Same. Uh, I, I a lot of people have Damian Lillard here, but it's a it's a fight. I mean, I think Kyrie, here's the thing. I think Kyrie's a little bit better of a defender. They're both not good defenders, but Kyrie's a little better. He's got the edge there. Uh, they're both great closers, so, I mean, that one, that one could really go either way. I think a little more people take Dame there, and I don't blame them, but Kyrie, I mean, the finals, he's done at the biggest stage. Uh, he's a great closer as well. Uh, Kyrie's a little bit better of a facilitator. Uh, when it comes to shooting, I'd say Dame's a little bit better of a three-point shooter, but Kyrie's good, too, and Kyrie's a better finisher. So, I mean, I, I, got, I got Kyrie. Uh, Dame, Dame's done it, uh, led his team. Let let his team with a little less help and tougher conference to a better record, but I still got Kyrie. So who do you have at number three?
1: Uh I have Russell West. Oh,
0: you not Lillard?
1: Mm, not here. Not here. I'll mean, explain when I get to
0: it. Here's my thing on it. I'm actually, although I disagree, I have Lillard at number three. I'm glad you put Westbrook at number three. He's overhated. Yes. I mean, I think he's on a little bit of a decline. I've had people say he's on the decline. I mean, look at the stats. Look at the play. He's not as efficient. I mean, I didn't say he was on a big decline. He's 30 years old. Look at the numbers. He's on a slight decline. He's not the same. Um, He's he's a hustler. He goes out there, hustles every night. Not a bad defender. Uh, Not a good shooter at all. Uh, but he can he can get to the rack. He can rebound. Uh, he can assist. Definitely a bit of a stat padder, but he hustles as well. Okay.
1: So, stat padders here's the thing with me stat padders
0: are good because they're always bringing that hustle to the table. And yeah, but that le- leadership. Stat, and- stat, stat, I, I get what you're saying, but like stat pad in a way where his teammates would literally give up rebounds and give them to him. I've, he Yeah, did and that.
1: sometimes. Sometimes, but not always. On offense, you think his teammates are going to do that? No. They got to He brings that nice leadership to the team where he he'll go out there and tell people. Like he's that kind of straightforward type of guy who's who's like you need to do this or you need to do that. And he stepped down this year to let Paul George step Yeah, a little, but you no, know, he's
0: still too aggressive on offense. I heard too uh, aggressive? What? What? Yes, he is. He's you way too, be aggressive. too aggressive. Yes, you can to the How? point where he's taking wild shots. He needs to pass up. He needs to kind of let Paul George sing a little bit. He let is. other He is. way too aggressive, Colin. He Don't even tell he's me. He's
1: working on it, okay?
0: So but, you're saying so he's, you're, not too, he's not too – he's not – Right now he is. But Yes. Yes. But – that's what That but, was what but, I said. But, right now but, he's but, a little
1: but. too aggressive. Look at last year and look at this year. There's a huge difference, and this year he's letting Paul George take some, like some more shots. Let me see
0: this. All right, we'll see. Um, but no, he's definitely too aggressive. I heard Charles Barkley say they move Russell Westbrook to shooting guard. I hate that shooting shooting guard. Ra- Here's my problem with that. I would rather much- move him to
1: power no. forward.
0: Colin, then shooting guard. Power forward?
1: I'd rather move him to power forward than shooting guard. Colin. 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 Uh, I don't see the problem. here. He's a good finisher. He drives to the... Maybe small forward. Small
0: forward. I I guess. Maybe. This... He's taken... He took an average of 21.1 shots last season, 20.2 this season. His usage rate was second in the league this year. That's one shot less. You're telling me, oh, yeah. He's making an improvement. He's making a a one-shot improvement. He went from 21 shots to 20. Still the second highest usage rate. He did not make a one-point. He did. No, yes, no. the stats. Look at it's this. It's not a
1: one shot. It's 0. .9 shots. Exactly. Yeah. That hurts
0: your case even more. Thank you. Um. No, and no, Paul George's Paul George's stats this season. He took. They've gone. Up. He took all right. Paul George. He took twenty one shots. So he took an average of slightly one more shot than see? Westbrook. But still, I, see, he's oh, taking okay. more
1: shots than Westbrook. Okay. So are you telling me? Yeah, that's
0: that's that's good thing. Paul George is yeah. a better scorer than Russell Westbrook. I know. But Westbrook at shooting guard, I just had that problem. Shooting guard. Yeah. He needs to be you need to find a way for him to be less aggressive. Yes, he's too aggressive, but not not shooting guard. I, I just I don't know where to put him. He's really only a point guard, but he's too aggressive to the point. I don't know what to do with him. Um but I'm glad you put him there. Put him on the bench. You I understand. did not like that reasoning at the end there. Um uh, but so who's your number four? I'm assuming Damian Lloyd. Yes, Damian Lillard. Okay, so I have Russell Westbrook at number four, so we, vice versa. Most people have Damian Lillard at number three, and I strongly do think he's at number three, but I'm glad someone put Westbrook at number four because he still deserves some mentioning he gets overhated. Who do you have at number five? Uh,
1: All right, so this one, I was really going, is it
0: Kemba Walker? It's got to be Kemba Walker or Chris Paul. John Wall!
1: Is it Kemba Walker or is it John Wall? No,
0: you didn't. You didn't do it. No.
1: I didn't. totally forgot about Chris Paul. So, K- Chris Paul would have definitely been top five. So, let's erase John Wall,
0: and we'll put Chris Paul there. Cause... You didn't put John Wall ahead of Campbell Walker, did you? Uh, yes, I At did. At this point, overall, no. Overall. At this point, no. He. At I this, know what no. you're going to say. No, 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 no. I know what you're going to say. John He's Wall. Gonna John gonna Wall. John Wall's twenty. 20- no, he can't. Are you, are you kidding? All these injuries, the guy is... Oh, my God. The guy looks like Santa Claus. <laughs> okay. He's sitting fat, happy, and he sits <laughs> on his butt all day. Okay. I'm not even kidding. But he literally sits there this... How You he's have not, not seen him... As- his main attributes, he's not a shooter. He's not a great defender. He's just a quick athletic guy do you think now he's going to college he's fat and happy because he's been out for two years he lost that speed and athleticism right now I see him coming back as a ceiling an average point guard okay but John Wall isn't on my list anymore because I forgot about okay but you put him over Kemba Walker Kemba Walker's my number five okay
1: but cardiac Whoa, whoa John Wall you can't say too much about him because you don't know he hasn't played in two years, so you have no clue what his game's like. Maybe he's... Well, by- I have a good idea
0: it's not top
1: five. <laughs> Maybe he's practicing. Well, I'm just He's in college. He injured. He oh, been injured. So he's injured. He's injured in college. That was a joke. <sighs>
0: that was a joke. All right. just. just so I don't Chris even Ball. know if I want to let you talk anymore. All right. So,
1: Chris Ball. Chris Ball is a pretty good player. And uh, yeah, he's been. he's a good passing point guard. That's what I like. The facilitators at point guard. They're that's what a point guard is meant to be. He's like
0: John Stockton. He's I like, I he just think Ke- I shots. think Kemba Walker's. Listen, Chris Paul definitely has a case, but Kemba. I mean Kemba. They're but Chris Paul. Chris Paul used to be a good defender. Now he's he's better than Kemba, but. I mean, Walker is just he. He's he. Look what he's he's doing in Charlotte. I mean, at this point, Kemba in his prime. Chris Paul. You said not
1: this year. And you said overall.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
1: don't really get overall. Okay, I'm not really getting what you mean by that. I, mean, I just say
0: overall, who's you're describing Kimba, still, like this year? Yeah, you so, play this year kind of puts into account like like how are they doing right now around this time period? Yeah, Chris Paul. Well. Oh yeah, he has an argument, but I just you said he's a good facilitator. What else? Yes, and he can score. He's not can, as good as Kemba Walker. No, can. not
1: as good as Kemba Walker. But can Kemba Walker play his good defense? Can he? Can he facilitate the um, ball as well? No, because he has nobody on his team <laughs> to support. <that>. Okay, so <laughs> and then Chris Paul is just a better fit on his team, which kind of makes it him better because. He can pass the ball. It's kind of like Giannis in a way, because he can pass the ball to anybody that can score. PJ Tucker can surprisingly shoot the three ball well, and uh, you got James Harden, of course, who can shoot it, and Eric Gordon. Yeah, we yeah uh, yeah you yeah.
0: get the point. Yeah. All right. So I mean, Chris Paul is a case. But I just got Kemba at this point in time. Uh, so now moving on to shooting guard. I'm pretty sure this one's kind of like point guard. We kind of have the same number one, I'm assuming. Yep. Uh, James Harden? Yeah, James Harden. Yeah, I mean, this one's pretty easy. He's basically uh, kind of takes those honors uh, pretty easily. But then things, this is where things get mixed up. The shooting guard one's tough. Um, people have a lot of different opinions after number one. Who do you have at number two? Uh, number two, I have Clay, Clay Thompson.
1: And uh I mean you could you can make a case for Bradley Beale, but I put Bradley Beale on number two. But here is my thing. Can Bradley Beale score as well as Clay Thompson? And yes. better. The, the answer is yes. But 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 Okay, but, okay, okay. D- Bradley Beale needs the ball in his hands to succeed. And Clay Thompson doesn't, which is kind of my point here. And because Think about it. When John Wall was um, playing and was healthy and all good and stuff like that, mm-hmm. who is better, Clay Thompson or Bradley Beal?
0: Uh, Clay Thompson, because exactly. because uh taking- because at that point in time, Bradley Beal was at the age of twenty three, and right now he's twenty five. So yeah, but Clay Thompson more experience has Clay Thompson at the time that you were talking about was. Basically, in his prime, Bradley Beal was on his rookie deal. Okay? Okay. All right. So, all right. So, this season, Bradley Beal has taken. Without John Wall. 19.6 shots a game. Clay Thompson has taken. Probably like 15. Let's see. Keep talking. 15 Hmm. or under. All right. 18 shots a game. Oh, 18. Wow. So, Bradley Beal takes about one to two more shots a night, so... So, and Clay Thompson
1: is a better defender.
0: Okay, to- better mm-hmm. defender, but yep. Bradley Beal is... Let's see, Bradley Beal is a better offensive player, can lead a team much better... And is even younger still at this point. Yeah, but he, which I mean, can't really. Yeah, because he
1: needs the ball in his hands to succeed. But
0: he takes. Clay Thompson is like a
1: star and a role player combined. It's like he's a role player in the Warriors. Yeah, but, but with, if he was on, if any Clay Thompson
0: team, had his, if Clay Thompson had his own team, how does he do? Good. Not so great. Why he can't you lead a so? team. He just Why he's not? he's a he's a, he's, a, he's a rare star for the three and D wing a really. star? No. R- uh, most 3 and D wings are role players. He's actually a star, which... Yeah. Y- y- a 3 and D wing can't carry a team, Colin. That's...
1: Like, Bradley Beal is a 3 and D wing no, without the D. No, he's not. He's a 3 and D wing without the D. Except he can, like, play a little bit of point guard, too.
0: Yes, he can... He uh, He's not great at moving the but ball, think about but... think how Clay
1: Thompson He is can drive to...
0: With... Five other, or four other stars on his team. That's and- a perfect environment for him. Somewhere where he yeah. can be left open from three. But- if, if the pressure's on Clay Thompson, I'm not even sure he's an all-star. <laughs> what? Good one. Good one. Are, uh, put him in a situation right now. Uh, switch him and Kemba. Let's just say Kemba's out of the league or something. Whatever. Or. And Clay Thompson is now on the Charlotte Hornets. He's the leader yes. of the Charlotte Hornets. How, is he an all-star on that team? Yeah. Who leads that team better, him or Kemba? Kemba. But... Yes. You're talking about Bradley Beal. Who would lead the Charlotte
1: Hornets better? Bradley, Bradley. Beal or Clay Thompson? Bradley Beal!
0: I think... I mean, maybe Klay... Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe Clay Thompson. Yes. See? But... Leading a team isn't isn't the whole point. But
1: you just, I don't get you. You made the whole point about leading a team.
0: And no, I didn't. I just, said, I just point. said. I just said. I I literally. Oh, You've been Clay, talking for no, 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 five no, no, minutes about I, this. I just said Clay. Clay Thompson could definitely be better than Bradley Beal, but Beal. And then you making. Beal is just more a complete player. Yeah, no. not, he's not. All right. Enough with the tears. Listen. Um moving on to number three. I've played Thompson. Who do you have? Bradley Beal. We already Okay. okay. Alright, chill. Number four, I have Ola Depot. Yep. Okay. And then Old oh, I think old Depot. Most people have him there. Injured, but he's a young stud. All right. Yep. The number five? Jimmy Bucket. So do I. Well. Wow. Mm. That's odd. We agreed. Okay. Um, now moving on to small forward. Who do you have at number one?
1: Uh LeBron James. All right, so do no I.
0: Need for a oh, now we're starting to cruise through this. Uh, I just noticed this episode. We probably should have saved this for one episode in itself, probably. Uh, but this is just a, a special for you guys. Um, then moving on to number two, Kevin Durant. Jeez, oh, we have the same ones. Then who do you have at number three? Paul George. Over Kawhi. Yeah. All right, let's argue. Right. Why in the world do you have Paul George <laughs> over Kawhi Leonard? So
1: you're always talking about in this time period who's better, Paul George. There's your hands. I'm just kidding. There's a little bit more to that. Yeah, there's so, a lot more to that. You think about um, Clay Thompson's career and Paul George's career. Clay, or no, not Clay Thompson. Kawhi Leonard. I'm sorry, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Who's, who has had the
0: better career? Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. Leonard. Yeah. Who is better right now? Kawhi Leonard. No. Who, had the, who had the better season? Paul George, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, but who's had the better three seasons? Kawhi Leonard? Obviously. What? Well, no, you're joking.
1: But Paul... You're playing
0: a prank on me. <laughs> no way you don't think. Nah. uh <laughs> But uh Paul... Stop.
1: Can you let me talk or no?
0: Sure, sure. Okay. Let, let's hear this. This is probably bogus. There's
1: no way. <laughs> Paul George has been injured some of the time, and it's not. It's not allowing. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Paul, (laughs) Kawhi is
0: ahead of Paul George. No. When everyone has the top seven. Everyone doesn't know where the top seven is, but everyone agrees who the top seven players in the league are. And everyone says Steph Curry, LeBron James. This isn't in order, but Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis are the big seven. And you're telling me Paul George is better than Kawhi Leonard? Yes. What are you talking about? They're both two of the best. about Paul team. George
1: being better than
0: Kawhi Leonard. Oh, Colin, Colin, oh, Colin.
1: Oh. You, yeah. Have
0: you watched the NBA? <laughs> Paul George ahead of Kawhi Leonard this season? Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Yes. But oh, overall,
1: I don't get this. So basically, you're telling well, me let's... half the time, oh, they've had a
0: great season this year. No, I'm what? saying, I'm saying when it comes down to like. Kemba Walker and Chris Paul. We kind of look this time period. It depends on the situation. Yeah. So this is the type of situation. Uh. What,
1: what? Look at the numbers.
0: It's not that far off. Okay. You want? Wait. Let me see what their ages are at. So right now, currently, Kawhi Leonard is like Experience seven years, so Kawhi's played for seven years. Paul George has played for eight. I think. eight. Yeah. So, Paul George is 28 years old. Kawhi Leonard is 27. So, keep in mind, Kawhi is a year younger. The career numbers here over his career. Uh, okay. Kawhi Leonard, 17.7 points. Keep in mind, he was not a good scorer at the beginning of his career. So if I look at his beginning numbers, he shot 7.9 points per game his rookie season, 11.9 in his second season, third season, 12.8. And he really didn't take that leap till 2014, 16.5. So the beginning of his career is one that it's hard to put against Kawhi because if we're looking kind of overall in general, Right around this time, we can't base it off all of this season, but overall, as a player, so look at the past five years five years, okay,
1: or four, whatever you want five or four years.
0: All right, five, four, all right, we'll do four. All right, all right, Kawhi Leonard 21.2 points, 25.5, 16.2, oh, and it's 26.6. Paul points. George, Paul George 23.1. 23.7, 21.9, 28. Oh! So, who hasn't beaten scoring? Paul George. I'll give you that. But then we move on to defense. Defense. Oh, I will give
1: Kawhi Ooh. Leonard. Yeah. This is a tough one, actually. It's Kawhi Leonard. I will give Kawhi Leonard yes. the edge on defense. Yeah. Uh, just by a bit, though. Paul George is. It is closer great than you'd
0: think, but I have Kawhi. Yeah,
1: Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard better defender. Right. But overall.
0: Paul George, I could Kawhi, and Better then scored. at number five, do we both have Damar? Uh, yeah. yeah, All right, so now we are going to move on to power forward. All right, so who do you have at number one? Giannis. Yeah. So yeah, we've all agreed on that first one. I think Giannis is a pretty safe bet. So who do you have at number two? Well, Marcus Aldridge. All right, that's fair. I have Blake Griffin. I had him. Wait. Uh, yeah. 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 I think Blake Griffin's a top fifteen player. I just don't think Aldridge is. I have Aldridge at number but three. not, not, this year, Blake
1: Griffin's a top 15, but. No, 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 overall, I think Blake Griffin's a top 15. And LaMarcus Aldridge definitely is, then. No. Is it, No. What? He has, like, six all-star appearances. Are you okay? Oh,
0: my God. Blake Griffin right. has one. Long- you know what? No. Well, Blake Griffin has more than one All Star uh, appearance. Does he have, two, three. I, let's see. You have to keep in mind Griffin is like in his prime right now, and Aldridge has been playing for a yeah. while. Um uh, So Blake Griffin so- has made it to a total of one. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, 6. So six. not two, not three, six. six. And right. he is only at the age of—he's th- at the age of thirty, but he suffered many injuries, not only, but he yeah. suffered a lot of injuries. It seems like it's gone by, flown by, because right. how many injuries he's had. And then Aldridge, who's sitting at the age of, also interesting, thirty-three. So three years older, mm. has made it to one, two, three. Four, five. Six. he's made to one more All-Star in three more years. So, overall, okay. that pans but out. You have
1: to remember, as you as you said, it's hard to hold it against Kawhi because con- it was at like the beginning of his year, he wasn't good. And LaMarcus Aldridge is the exact same thing. Look at it. He wasn't good at the beginning of his career. He wasn't that he good. He put up mm-hmm. numbers
0: of 17.8 points per game, 18.1, 17.9, 21.8. And his rookie season nine, but yeah, it's, no, it's similar, he, but he's still better. He's still like a fringe all star. Yeah, I know, but uh, he see he got some from a couple all star games. Okay, somewhat, yeah, but yeah. all right, but it and doesn't all come down scorer, to that right now. Who,
1: I mean, right now, healthy like this year, right now, Laker.
0: Okay, last I, year, the mark is all. All right, this year. All right, then at number um. Uh, Three, I have Lamarcus Delgrim assuming you have Blake Griffin. Yeah, Blake Griffin. And then number four, who do you have? Pascal, so Yaka. do I. And then number five, who do you have? Uh do I serve? Same. Alright. Draymond just didn't make the cut for me. Alright, no. so then at center, who do you have? At number one? Joel Mead What over Anthony Davis? Why? I, I think see, you if you put up a good argument.
1: The injuries. All of this lies.
0: That Joel Embiid has suffered. Anthony Davis suffered one this year too. Yeah, but not as much. much. But yeah, sure. And Joel Embiid has
1: been injured his pretty much whole career. Had to sit out even a playoff game this year because because uh, uh, I forget what it was. I think it's like stomach or something. I don't know. But he's oh. ha- he's been injured for a good what two years? Or yeah. What? But
0: right now, who are you taking? Who's better? Right now. This, this year, like it's right funny. at this moment, if you could pick a player to go out there and play for the team, are you taking Anthony Davis or Joel Embiid? And Anthony Davis, keep in mind, none of this. Uh, just both of them healthy, not not trying like Anthony Joel Davis. And so, Anthony Davis, they're both great players, okay, kind of Joel similar. Embiid
1: is younger.
0: Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. Right now, if you had to pick someone, that's like telling me this. You told me a couple videos ago
1: or episodes, sorry. A couple ago, you told me right now Anthony Davis is not a top 15 player. And
0: Joel Embiid Yeah, this is season five. You said right now, who would you take? No, I didn't. I said this season, who has, based off their season. I didn't say who you do take, based off their season. Yeah, Joel Embiid had a better season. Yes, Joel so, Embiid definitely had a so better right season. So right now, I will Anthony you, Davis Embiid was hurt, wasn't trying. Obviously, he wasn't a top 15 player, but Joel Embiid, yes. He had a better year. Jo- so, he played, he was pretty healthy. Anthony Davis didn't try, basically, so the whole year arguing was hurt. So you
1: to my point, kind
0: of. No. I, I said this season, yes, Joel and had a better year said right for the no reason would you same. take. Right now, would you take yes, Anthony Davis? Oh, not no, not no, counting, no, no, no. not counting injuries, not counting none of this, not trying business. Still I Joel got it. Anthony he's Davis. younger, way more potential. That's not, the younger do, no, that doesn't matter. I'm talking, he's just gonna go more play you these playoffs and it's over. It, it, there's no next year, there's none of this. Who's Joel better right at the Embiid. moment? I don't want to hear any of this down the road. No, right Joel now. Joel
1: Embiid. I don't know. Go look at
0: the numbers, please, please. Go look. Right, at the yeah, numbers. this season it's obviously going to probably be Joel Embiid. I'd hope it's Joel Embiid, because if it's not, then I I don't know what to say. Because I I truly hope that it is Joel Embiid that had the better year, because I, I don't need Anthony Davis. Just how he has even been trying and. Think about how many games
1: Joel Embiid has played in.
0: Alright, so let's we'll see it. As- this season, Joel Embiid, 27.5 points, 13.6 rebounds. See, he's putting out Shooting up- 48% from the field, which for a guy like him, see. you'd expect a little higher, but he takes a lot of shots. He takes a lot of shots. I didn't say it was absurd. Stop jumping out of your seat like a lunatic. 25.9 points per game. Compared to his 27.5. So Davis a little lower, but usually past two seasons, 28.1, 28 points per game. So this season he's trying maybe like 29. But I know what ifs, so stay away from him. Total rebounds, 12. Field goal percentage, 52. So who had the better year? Yes, it's right there, Joel. But you just have to throw in the fact that Davis was more banged up than Joel was this season, which is saying something. And Davis wasn't even trying and almost put up similar stats to Joel Embiid. And on a much worse 14, like rebounds, and he games. had thirteen point six. Davis had twelve, and when you're not trying and you're grabbing twelve rebounds a game, how do you know he's not trying? Uh, he, what? It's, it's been reported that he's not. He's not trying. You saw him. He's taking these random shots. He even ran out of one of the games. Remember that? He just no, it was, was done. One game. He yeah, just walked see, out against the This added. is why
1: you don't want to go take someone with such a big ego. Yeah, but that's
0: not playing into a factor. He's he done he didn't want to get hurt was the problem. Okay. All right. Moving on to our, on. our number three. Who do you have? I got Nicole Jokic. Uh Carl Anthony Towns. Oh I listen, Towns is underrated, but Jokic you Both of them it. aren't really good defensively, but Jokic is a better. I who do you think's a better shooter? Ooh, mm, I I'll, you- I'll go with. Know, I'll go towns, with towns. Yeah. by little, not even by a yeah. lot. But Jokic is a much better passer. Yeah. Uh, Very Jokic uh, overall, he's just the he's the better player. I mean, yeah. towns, it's close, but it's, it, it is, is close. It can but go either way, but yeah, I gotta go with Jokic. I'm and then at I'm number Jokic five, Jokic. five, I obviously have towns at four. you have Jokic at four. Yeah. And then who do you have at five? Cousins. Yeah. Boogie. All right. So we will try to speed that up a little for you guys at the end. Get our thoughts across. I'm sorry this episode took way longer than I thought. I I was I. I was glad. I thought, you know, this will take us a little over 30 minutes. I'll make up for yesterday's episode. But today's a big episode. I hope you guys really enjoyed. I wish I, um, this literally, this itself probably could have lasted us an episode. And that first part, we tack on like the Red Sox game today. I mean, we basically just did two episodes in one, so I wish I planned this out a little better, but I didn't expect this to rant as much. I hope you guys enjoyed it. A little more arguing than usual. I know it's uh, enjoyable to listen to. Also, uh, uh, call in and
1: say who was right on some of these, like, yeah, arguments. Major-
0: yeah, seriously. Uh, if you made it this far in the uh, the episode, I really appreciate it. Uh, so, yeah, just... um. Please call in. Uh, thank you, George, for the new call. Uh, hopefully, Billy calls back in. Hopefully, all you guys call in. Just get the Anchor mobile app, type it after the Buzzer Sports Talk, and send in a voice message. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Sorry it took so long. Wish I kind of planned it out. But I think you guys kind of like the long episodes, it gives you more content. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next time.